0: These are your morning announcements. There will be a special meeting this afternoon for the Retro Club's one year anniversary. To celebrate, they will be hosting a pizza party. A pizza party? Yes. That's all you got? man? Well, yes.
1: Ah, oh, just a sliver. Hello, and welcome to the Retro Club. We're your host, John. And Megan. And I guess we're back.
0: We're back. It does feel know. weird. It feels weird. Uh, last week we had, if you haven't listened to it yet, why? First of all, go check it out. But we did, we had a special interview.
1: Yeah, we had a really good interview.
0: Mm-hmm. With Vin DeSanti, mm-hmm. the from director. Never
1: High, from Never Hike Alone. Yeah. Uh series.
0: That was really fun. It was different. It was interesting and definitely a learning experience, but, uh, I still think it turned out pretty well.
1: Yeah. I don't think anything bad came from it. It was really good. Yeah. It was fun interacting with him.
0: Yeah. And we hope to maybe talk to him again in the future. So
1: yeah, um, that was cool. I'm definitely going to be setting something up with him.
0: Oh, it felt weird. I was like, right when we were getting ready to start recording, I could not remember how we started. <laughs> so it's only been a week. Like we took a week off, but here we are. Um, Anyway, well, what's going on this week before we jump into the super exciting stuff? Jordan is starting to have teeth, our daughter. Our child has like three teeth all at once. Just she Mm -hmm. had, she is, the thing is when we tell people how old she is, they're like, oh, like she doesn't have teeth yet.
1: (laughs) (laughs) She has these little diamond chips.
0: She does. And they're sharp.
1: They are sharp.
0: And to celebrate, our daycare lady gave her a pork chop <laughs> for like, breakfast. She, she barely has a tooth in there. I know. Right? I just told him,
1: I'm like, oh, she has teeth. Oh, she's eating meat now.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so that Speaking was fun. Speaking of,
1: of meat, we went to the Beef House. That's like an hour mm-hmm. and a half away from our. It is not home. an hour and a
0: half. It's like an hour. It's still
1: a long drive. <laughs> it feels like forever, but you it's worth it when chose we get it. there
0: their roles are good oh, if there's anything they're good. known for it's right it's up near like danville illinois if you're mm-hmm. familiar with that area it's Covington, to indiana, indiana. Mm-hmm. so that was
1: fun uh the beef house i don't i'm not talking about my man parts
0: oh god and our child sitting there just flirting with everybody yeah freaking social <laughs> butterfly <laughs> she is in everyone's business she like turned around and i was looking at the table huh? behind us going
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> She does that all the time, too. It's hilarious.
0: And she goes, huh? <laughs> it's kind of annoying, too, though, when you tell her to do something. Huh? And like, she looks you at you. You know what I she, said. Yeah.
1: She looks like she's about to put you in the corner.
0: Yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what else happened? Oh, we played bingo. Did not play well.
1: No. Especially you. You were...
0: I got robbed, not, dude. You I were, were hot so garbage. Mad. I was so close to winning the coverall, which was a decent amount and uh
1: it, it was all right yeah
0: i got robbed of it i was bummed
1: by robbed do you mean you've lost outright
0: well here's the thing i probably wouldn't have gotten as close as i did but the woman who did hit it didn't realize she hit it and called it like two numbers later like, that's because she was that's because <laughs> she
1: was drunk and smoking yo
0: she is she drunk <laughs> but she's fun becky's a hoot
1: yeah just, <laughs> we're so we're old. getting so old yeah <laughs> Talking about this old woman just missing her bingo,
0: dude. I love bingo. I don't care. I don't care who knows it. I've been going to bingo for years.
1: The NFL season's right around the corner. I'm really excited about that.
0: Oh, that's I true. Have a
1: couple fantasy leagues I've been invited to. I so know.
0: I'm looking forward to that. Every year we normally do like a football pool. I, we talked about it a little bit last year. Yeah. I think I. I don't know. Are we going to do that this year? Is that the goal? That's
1: the. That's the conversation I'm having. Okay. I can whip your guys' ass in that again.
0: Uh, And then I, for my full-time job, I've been summoned back to the office. I'm so bummed. I know. Wah, wah, wah. Look, I still got my work done at home. It's not that I wasn't getting my work done. It's just that the... Um, CEO of where I work is old fashioned and he's (laughs) like, I don't want anyone working from home. I'm like, look, if COVID taught us to raise
1: up out of his coffin, blow (laughs) dust to tell you guys that you have to come back to the office.
0: If COVID taught the world, anything, it's that a lot of jobs aren't needed in an office setting. You don't need an office for You're you're wasting space. Yes. So I've been working from home, which yes, I understand the end goal was to get me back into an office, but I've been working from home and doing just fine, and I thought I have you to were. go back to an office. So I'm kind of bummed about that, but whatever. I know, no more bed pants and shit. That was the best part was rolling out <laughs> five minutes before and like making my coffee, making my breakfast, and just plopping down in my pajamas and getting <laughs> to work. <laughs> Especially because I work so early. I work my hours are kind of weird. I work seven a.m. to four p.m., mm-hmm. where everyone else works eight to five. But I chose that life. I could change it if I want to, but it's kind of nice leaving a little getting there before anyone else and then leaving before everyone else,
1: yeah, you kind of dodge a lot of bullets,
0: yeah that's <laughs> all that's going on in my life is just frigging work and my kid getting chompers
1: and it's still been hot as hell in Indiana.
0: I'm so live in sick Indiana of it.
1: and it is ridiculous hot here for some reason. it's September
0: uh, well, I think. The end is near of the hot weather. Like, oh, I looked oh, in oh, like f- the next 10 to 14 days.
1: I was like, what Mayan calendar are you looking at?
0: <laughs> oh, the world ended long ago, John. 2012. Do not. <laughs> you can check you out to M.? our extra episode for my other podcast. We cover that, the end of the world, because of course we did. Yeah.
1: Thanks for dropping <laughs> What did you say
0: that? about R.E.M.? <laughs> what were R. M. you saying?
1: Oh, it's the end of the world as we know it.
0: Oh. I feel fine.
1: Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All
0: right. Did you have anything else going on?
1: <laughs> uh, it's fall. Halloween's right around the corner. A lot of stuff's popping up in stores. We've grabbed quite a bit of stuff.
0: Mm hmm. Mm hmm.
1: Have we told everybody that our house is like the Elm Street house?
0: <laughs> even has I a think boiler in the, in, the, in the basement. <laughs> we may have mentioned it. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, With a Freddy glove in it, and a life size Freddy cut out yeah,
1: definitely have that life-size Freddie if we would have got video with Vin for the interview uh, Freddie would have been in it
0: I mean we have the video footage are we gonna post it I don't know because we were still like getting our stuff set up so that's true. and also our webcam was like pointed down looking up at us <laughs> So that's not the best angle. I know I didn't
1: like doing the Arnold uh, look up it's not
0: not not flattering I hated that yeah that's, all, that's our bad, but it's okay. You don't need the visual to get what was happening in the episode. Right. Um, but when our uh, recording area, basement, whatever is set up, finally completed and clean, we'll give you a tour. Absolutely. Cribs up in here.
1: What year is it?
0: I don't know. Cribs. Anyway, <laughs> so... This week's episode is a very special episode. We're just doing special after special. I Why know. is this such a special episode, John?
1: Well, uh, by the time this comes out, we will have done our one
0: year.-hmm. I believe our very first episode aired September 7th.
1: Hold on, I can give it 22. To you. So give me one second.
0: I think this comes out uh it's very 7th it was the 7th okay and this comes out september 6th so uh yes september 6th Mm -hmm. uh yeah so we're right at our year mark which
1: is cool because i like that it's right close to the halloween season it's
0: weird that time has just flown by what a difference
1: a year makes you know what i mean
0: yeah, 51 movies, technically, because 52 episode, we're going to do something different for you guys. But 51 movies covered is what we've done. Mm-hmm. Insane. Now, for our one-year anniversary, we wanted to do something a little special. Uh, we have decided to do our own award show <laughs> <laughs> for um, our, the movies we have covered over the past year.
1: I actually thought this was a pretty fun idea because we had to really go back and look at episodes Mm -hmm. And then, like, man, who's the best of this, this, and this? Uh And I was like, Polly Shore's got to go somewhere in there.
0: (laughs) It is a a walk down memory lane for sure. So if you haven't listened to all of our episodes, now would be a great time to go check it out. Or if you haven't watched the movies we've talked about, go watch those movies. There's only, like, a couple that we would suggest just skipping (laughs) all together. But we'll get to that. (laughs) We will get to that. So... All that to be said.
1: The first one?
0: Our first comedy. award, yes, is going to best comedy out of the last 51 movies we've covered. I don't know, <laughs> and I have no idea what John's picked. He has no idea what I've picked.
1: I have absolutely no clue what you picked for anything.
0: This was, cause normally we keep our notes like all together. We can kind of see what everyone, what we're going to talk about next. Um, this one is a surprise. I kind of wish I would have <laughs> had
1: like an envelope to just keep opening.
0: Mm-hmm. And the oscar goes to yeah (laughs) so john uh who who wants to say they're the best comedy we covered first you you want to know what i picked
1: (laughs) yeah definitely
0: oh this is so hard you guys and the thing is i kept changing it and i finally i had to stop changing it but i landed on son-in-law I knew
1: you were going to go with that. I could feel it in my bones when I saw it on there. I was like, best uh, comedy. I thought it
0: was funny when you said Polly Shore has to uh, go somewhere. <laughs> yeah, I ended up going with Son in Law. It's just, it's so, oop, I my It's so fun. It's classic. It's quotable. Um, it is
1: very quotable. It's a fun movie.
0: Yeah. So that I love was, when he
1: gets punched in the nose and he uh, does that buckle. Uh,
0: uh, uh. And <laughs> uh, uh, why you do that? <laughs> and the, just, <laughs> I can always hear the beginning. You know, it's playing from the other room because you hear. Yee-yee. Yee-yee. <laughs>
1: That's like one of our favorite movies to uh, watch.
0: Yeah. So I went with that as my best comedy as Son-in-Law.
1: Uh, I fought putting that on there. Okay. It was really hard for me. I, I It was between two movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was Happy Gilmore Ooh. or Pee-wee's Big Adventure. It's, it was one of those two. You can't beat Pee-wee's sarcasm
0: mm-hmm. and
1: Adam Sandler's just over the top aggressive anger. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, they're just two classic movies. Yeah. I could, I, I had such a hard time picking between those two.
0: So you didn't, you didn't settle on one. You just did this or that. Yeah.
1: Cause I like, I like really fun comedy and then I like really raunchy comedy. I'll be honest. Some of that raunchy comedy out there.
0: I will. I would tell you to just pick one, but I there's a category in here that I know I put a a double because I just could not could See? not decide. <laughs> um. All right. Well, you want to move on to the next category?
1: Yeah. Is best r- romance. R- romance.
0: For best romance, um. Which we haven't covered a ton of just strictly romantic movies,
1: but there are some of these movies that have like this romantic element.
0: Yes. So for mine i I think I went with one that's gonna surprise you.
1: okay, because I think i I don't think i I surprised you. okay, because I think i I had this one between two movies too.
0: For my best romance, I went with the cutting edge.
1: I debated that one.
0: I love a good enemies to lovers. Yeah, it's a good. That's a good one. It's a good. It's a good trope. Um, it's a good
1: sports movie.
0: Yeah, and it's too. got a little bit of something for everybody, you know.
1: Yeah, I'm a big fan of the Cutting Edge. Mm-hmm. That was one people were weirded out that we did, and I was like, I was like, if you knew us, like we mm-hmm. do like watching like date movies, and I grew up with that movie because my mom.
0: Oh yeah. <laughs> No, I'm just a sucker for that trope where they they start out hating each other. And (laughs) And the fact that she voices Nala and I found that out later. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, and you can I can hear it now. Yeah. I can't not see her when I see Nala in the Lion King.
1: All right. For mine I picked the wedding singer.
0: Okay. That's like it was a
1: given. (laughs) I could not pick the wedding singer. It was gonna be son in law. Oh, really? Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's Because a... you have
1: this friendship that ends up blossoming into real love. Mm-hmm. And they. I like the ending of that movie because they don't go right into being in a relationship.
0: That's a really common trope, too, though, where it's like friends who have to pretend to be friends lovers to love and then they end up actually falling in love. It makes me think, just recently, because I've seen it, it made me think of that Bob's Burgers episode where Tina pretends to date uh, Daryl. And then she does it on purpose to make him more appealing and then breaks up with him. And then when he finally gets the girl he wants, (laughs) then she's mad. She's like, oh, I think I fell for you. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I wish you were in all my classes. (laughs) That's that episode, isn't it? Yes. With slow dance. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Like (laughs) more
0: (laughs) glasses. Yes, that's that episode. That's a good episode. (laughs) This was
1: my favorite one to vote on. The next this one.
0: next one. So I'll our, go second. All right, our next category is best horror.
1: Yes. Uh, what did you pick? I can already. Can I already? I, I can guess yours. I think.
0: That makes me mad because I know. Sure. What did I pick, John? You picked Scream. Yes, I picked Scream because it's my favorite <laughs> horror movie. Just <laughs> <I> pick Scream. <laughs> no, I already talked about it. If you go back to the Scream episode, this is one of my favorite horror movies. It's. Definitely for my time, it's uh, 90s going into the thousands. It's
1: very classic.
0: Um And it's just, and I was proven wrong. I said, it's a, a movie that you couldn't really remake or continue on because the idea of like the house phone and stuff like that.
1: I'm actually glad that we got that wrong because horror is always going to evolve. Mm-hmm. They just found a way to make it work. I forgot that people can hack phones.
0: Well, in the comment, I believe that I may, I don't remember it verbatim, but what I said was instead of focusing on how he does his killings, they just focused on the killer himself because the movie is so meta right. that it, it was a lot easier to continue the story of Scream than I thought. If you just take out the element of how he kills, just focus just on the killer. the killer. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Just ghost face. Mm-hmm. He's the, he's the icon.
0: Mm-hmm. And I, I'm i not mad at the um resurgence of it. I've liked the movies so far for the most part.
1: Yeah, the only one I really thought was kind of dragging was the one with uh the original three, Dewey, Sydney and uh Gail.
0: Oh, the I, very first one?
1: No. No no no. Uh the one before this last one. Okay. I I thought it was missing a lot. The whole movie was very predictable. Uh, Scream 4, if you guys haven't seen Scream 4, Mm -hmm. very underrated movie, especially for these because 3 is by far the worst. (laughs) Like Gail Weathers' hair alone. You can't make enough jokes about it, but (laughs) even besides that, the movie is just, it's so bad. (laughs) This last one was actually really good. I thought they did a really fun job with this one. Mm -hmm. And it paid a lot of tribute to other horror movies, like movies I wasn't expecting.
0: Yeah, I forgot. Did we just watch it on streaming? Is that what we did?
1: I think so. Uh, we haven't been to de- movie theater. It debuted really fast.
0: Yeah, we haven't been to the theaters in a long time. Honestly, mm-hmm. even before COVID, our theaters were getting so yucky, like musty for some reason. Jesus, you want
1: to know the last movie we saw in theaters? Was
0: it Child's Play?
1: Yes, the remake of Child's Play in and The Swamp.
0: Yeah, the theater itself, like, it was wet
1: it was like a swamp (laughs) something the air was wet
0: (laughs) something was not well in that room we went there
1: with matt and tony josh Uh, and we all liked the movie i said it was going to be good Mm -hmm. i said when you take a movie like that you take out the element that made it kind of goofy and then you make it for a modern era once you realize it's not made for you Mm -hmm. you can have fun with a movie
0: yeah all right well what's your best horror movie
1: Oh, without a doubt, looking at the list, i not even thinking twice about it, it, was Halloween.
0: Was it? Okay. I almost put Diamond Amityville, movie. but he uh, didn't.
1: <laughs> See, I, w- I wanted to put Amityville on there, and I'm going to put Amityville in this conversation. It's a great horror movie. Mm-hmm. Whether the story is right or wrong, still doesn't change the fact that that movie great.
0: Well, it's a classic, and all of its thirty, you know, <laughs> sequels and whatnot, yeah, spin-offs
1: like Amityville Scarecrow had a great freaking poster. You remember when we saw that? Mm. Uh, what was it? was it Walmart when we saw the uh, that DVD? I was I like think the so. the title's kind of goofy, but the movie actually like the poster <laughs> looked great for it.
0: Mm, but I'm Halloween. a sucker for a good poster. Yeah, Halloween's a classic. That's
1: oh, first of its kind. Honestly, it's a top five horror movie all time.
0: Well, that's I would say he's Michael Myers is the one of the big three of horror movie villains. Jason, Freddy,
1: Michael. Yeah. And then it's debatable who four is because I think people will tell you it's Leatherface or Ghostface. Mm-hmm. I think Leatherface took the boot a long time ago, so Ghostface is right there. So if it was Mount Rushmore mm-hmm. and we weren't including like the Universal Monsters, it's those four. The Universal Monsters, honestly, they have been degraded.
0: I guess because we're... Because of
1: this new era they've been put in?
0: Well, okay. not. I wouldn't say era. I mean, yes and no. I would think you have your classic movie monsters and then you have your slashers because all of them are slashers.
1: Well, that's like when people break it down, you have this golden era.
0: Mm-hmm. That's
1: the universal monsters. Mm-hmm. And you have the silver era. Those are like the hammer films. And then people talk about the bronze era. That's like the slasher films. That's Texas Chainsaw down. Mm-hmm. So, but I don't know where that falls for like Jaws.
0: I don't know what the second era would be. Cause the first era, I know we're talking Frankenstein, Dracula, the mummy. That's the golden era. Yeah. But then what's silver?
1: Those hammer films. People like, talk about those hammer films being like timeless by their own right. And there's some of my watch. I'm like, ah, these aren't that good. What's like, an
0: example though?
1: Like any Vincent Price movie. Oh, Okay. That's that's his era.
0: Okay. So like. That's Psycho. Don't be surprised. Don't let me say that. Psycho fall into that era. Mm. Or are you talking more like the Birds? Uh. I I don't know. You
1: have this. I watched a thing where somebody broke it down. They had it uh, film for film. Mm-hmm. What made it a part of the golden era, the silver era, the bronze era. They said everything from Texas Chainsaw on was a part of the bronze era. Mm-hmm. So, I was like, that seems really unfair because you can't put movies like, um, oh my gosh, what's the name of the movie? Signs of the Lambs. Mm-hmm. Which, honestly, you could, it's arguable that it's the best horror film ever made, but... What's happened to that is it's fallen into this category where people say it's not a horror movie, but it is a horror movie.
0: Eh, see,
1: see, and I hate when people use the word suspense. Mm-hmm. Technically, any story can have a suspense to it. Yeah. Even a romance can have suspense to it.
0: That's true. Um, yeah. And there's just so many offshoots of horror. Horror itself. Another one, thriller. You can't even use the genre horror anymore. You have to say what type of horror because there's so many. Mm-hmm. It's a meta. I mean, it's a
1: meta within itself. It's it has been categorized into itself to where you have gore horror, you have art horror, you have uh, you have torture horror, you have all mm-hmm. these different things.
0: Yeah, I don't know, and it just keeps getting. It, it's expanding as time goes on. There's just more and more things that people find terrifying. And honestly, it's coming back around to more simpler horror, I think, instead of having a boogeyman out in the woods. It's like your neighbor is the scary guy. You know, it's getting back to basics. Yeah, I think.
1: Like one of like a good example is like when a stranger calls, mm-hmm. everybody's had a babysitter at one point in their life. You don't know what the babysitter's going through. You know, sometimes they might be scared when they get a phone call. Yeah. That's one of the best movies ever made. And if you go to like Rotten Tomatoes, it's got a terrible rating.
0: Ugh. I sometimes I like to point out what websites rate the movies that we cover only because just it goes to show that you can't necessarily trust critics. Uh, spe- I mean, you almost can never trust critics, like poo on them they're awful Uh, you really want to see what but I say you want to see what the the viewers think but at the same time you have those naysayers that are just going to crap on everything anyway
1: I have something we're going to talk about off of this but I'm going to tell you guys to do something too. look up Roger Ebert uh, rating and how he rated movies okay and he is one of the most flawed guys when it comes to rating movies because he did have a bias okay so when you guys Do look it up and you see his bias, you'll see what I mean because that's no matter what the consequences are, no matter what it is, Mm -hmm. no matter who you're with, you shouldn't have a way that you rate movies depending on who you're with or what you do.
0: So he's an example of what not to do? Yes. Okay.
1: I don't agree with that. If I, that'd be like, okay, so The the Departed's a movie that has a bunch of guys from Boston. Let's say I'm from Boston. Mm hmm. I'm going to say this movie is the greatest film ever made. And then, you know, everybody, someone comes at me and they're like, well, I mean, it's one of the best films ever made. It's not the best film ever made. Mm-hmm. Like, it'd be really hard to just say this movie is perfect. Mm-hmm. There's, there's plenty of flaws in every movie.
0: Right. All right. Shoo. Rabbit Sorry hole. Sorry that got long it. <laughs> it's all right. Our next category, we'll go ahead <laughs> and move on. Our next category is for best actor.
1: I struggled with this one, too. This did was you? hard.
0: Uh, I did settle, finally, and I I couldn't look any further into it because I would just, again, I would keep changing it. I'll
1: tell you what I did for mine. Mm-hmm. I went by the guy that we had in the most movies. And it was I, between two people.
0: I did not do that. I thought about it because that would make them, in theory, the most versatile of actors. But I I just went with whose performance entertain me the most in different ways mm-hmm. um
1: that was hard for me because we had a lot of good movies on here
0: i went with simon Pegg in Shaun of the dead he's that's not bad he's really funny but then you get that really serious moment uh, a couple serious moments with his mom where he dials it in and you can feel i mean if you've that's ever lost emotion. yeah if you've ever lost a family member that's you can tap into that too and feel how desperate he is to save her but just knowing that he can't
1: shit i should have put that as my favorite comedy
0: i wanted to put it up in the in one of those favorite genres too and i just apologies to simon
1: Pegg and sean of the <laughs> dead man you talk about great performance that's that's not a bad drop megan because i feel stupid for why i did mine now
0: oh, but then no, again they no. were both
1: in great movies like not necessarily Bill Murray, who I picked, <laughs> but Corey Feldman, who you did shit on. What <laughs> you did? You said he plays Corey Feldman and everything.
0: I, I he defaults to Corey Feldman. Yes, that's <laughs> not
1: true. He is he's very versatile, especially when he was a kid.
0: It's not necessarily crapping on him. It's just saying that he himself is a character, and he just he plays Corey Feldman. I don't I, know.
1: <laughs> so he's Corey Feldman as Rambo in Lost Boys. come on
0: (laughs) that is different I didn't say every every uh, part he plays
1: yeah so it was really hard because we put Bill Murray in a lot of movies and he was in so many we did oh yeah and I necessarily not like the biggest Bill Murray guy Mm -hmm. but I mean it was hard not to because he was in so many but Corey Feldman was in some of the best movies we did like Mm -hmm. Lost Boys goonies which is arguably my favorite film
0: gremlins yes
1: and i had a hard time i wrestled with this one
0: yeah i did too so That's i'm gonna
1: go with simon Pegg uh,
0: okay <laughs> <laughs> yeah well and then at the end when he has to say bye to his friend when he's got a stand
1: by me is so 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 real that was my favorite episode i think
0: we'll, we'll get there Mike, you just be Man, jumping I, the gun just, out it's here it's hard all right So we're going to cover Best Actress next. How about that?
1: Yep. Can I go first? Yes. Jamie Lee Curtis. Okay.
0: Okay. Not bad. That's it. Just period, full stop.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Okay. I was looking at some of the other actresses we had in these movies, which people can get pissed off if they want, but it's Jamie Lee Curtis,
0: Halloween. I am going to go with Catherine O'Hare because i think of her in beetlejuice she's very iconic in beetlejuice but then i can also think of her in home alone and she's very iconic as the mother figure mm-hmm. and she's a mother figure in both but she's such a crappy mom in beetlejuice and so eccentric and then she's the same shit mom in both movies <laughs> no no um i don't know i like her range i think she's a very funny woman and she ain't a final girl no, she's not. I almost picked Nev Campbell as my favorite actress. Ooh, I think she ain't a bad pick. But I put Scream as my favorite horror movie, so I decided to pick Catherine. I think it separates her from Jamie actresses.
1: is she gave it up. Jamie fought for it.
0: Wow, gosh! I said dang. what I said, and that's my sister and I. We were just discussing this because I was trying to ask her opinion if she would rather pick Catherine or Nev, and she <laughs> is that said, what you guys are talking about? Yeah, and she said, "Well, Nev isn't the first final girl." But she did like pave the way for a new era of Final Girl. Kinda. So I don't know. You could look at it that way. But I decided to go with Catherine because I already picked Scream for my favorite. That's debatable movie.
1: because Jennifer Love Hewitt also was doing the same thing. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Sure. <laughs> I so mean they push those movies
1: just as much as they push Scream. We've not Scream covered was just a better film.
0: A Jennifer Love Hewitt movie.
1: I mean, she's not in a lot of good movies. I didn't say it was a good movie. I said she got pushed as just as hard.
0: Okay. This next half of stuff that we're covering, it it got so hard. The further we went down this list, it was getting so difficult to pick uh, something for these categories because our next category is best song. Oh, my God. After thinking about it, I was fine. I don't think I'm okay with my pick. I mean, I oh for God's sakes, I I'm gonna stick with what I picked, but I don't know if I'm happy about it.
1: <laughs> I'm very happy with what I picked because I think well, it's go, mostly iconic.
0: I'll go first. I went with a song that I like to sing a lot myself, and it gets stuck in my head, and it's from a very iconic movie. But I picked "Rizzo." rizzo's song yeah there, there are worse things I, there do. Are worst things I could do i love singing that song and it's also a very vulnerable moment for rizzo i feel like it's definitely she's a
1: very very like touching character when you really break her down
0: it's a shining spot for her character because rizzo plays this very tough chick you know that yeah, just takes no crap her or whatever yeah yeah she's very um whatever you know, she doesn't take anybody's crap. But then this song is when she's alone and gets to be vulnerable. And I that's also why I picked the song is because it's, you know, it was a chance for her character to um, show some emotion. Yeah, I agree with that. What did you pick now?
1: I picked the Halloween theme. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> this was not hard for me. Once I really looked at what we did, I was like, uh, Goonies are good enough. <laughs>
0: yeah <laughs> <laughs> or
1: Halloween. And I was like, Halloween wins that, yeah. I mean, it's it's so iconic. It's like chopsticks for the modern era.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: when a lot of kids are learning to play the piano now, that's what they're learning.
0: To I me. get, yeah, that's true.
1: Thank you, John Carpenter.
0: <laughs> okay. This next one,
1: I just really love Halloween.
0: I think it's. I know you this like three different categories now up in Halloween. It's pretty it's pretty cool. Like if this was the Academy Awards, it would
1: have to win best picture (laughs) legit. Like it wouldn't have gotten ripped off. Like Mad Max Fury road. Got wins all them Oscars. doesn't win best picture. Get come on. I'm still bitter about that.
0: (laughs) Our next category is best intro. And we, when I say best intro, I wanted us to pick best intro to a movie, not our episodes. Um, So I don't know if you want to go first or if I you want me to go ahead and throw mine out there.
1: I can go first. This was a this was this one was hard because I actually had to look at every episode we did Mm -hmm. and think about the movie. Yeah, and I think I really I went with Amityville.
0: Okay, from our very first episode. Yeah, it's a really shocking intro. You just all these murders happening
1: at once, and then you have the corner and all that. Yeah this movie starts off with a crime scene it was just that's a good that's a good way to start a movie before you really even get to the lutzes Mm -hmm. what'd you go with
0: well i had two different movies for two different reasons but i i went with a classic instead because i'll go ahead and say what my runner-up was i was gonna pick smile which i know is a newer movie but I remember seeing the intro and all the craziness that happens and then you get the title screen and I said, holy crap, that oh. was the intro? Like, dang. Uh, which there have been two movies recently that have done that to me, newer movies. The other one was um, Evil Dead Rise, where I was like, holy crap, that was the intro. <laughs> like, we were just now getting into the movie. Um, or arguably, uh, the Halloween, the newer Halloween, where you get that intro. Oh, you intro mean Halloween
1: eighteen. Week- Sure. Or with, Halloween ends.
0: No, eighteen. Not okay. the newest, but like Halloween. Talking about
1: the one with the with the teeth and all with that. With the
0: journalist and how that's just the intro.
1: <laughs> yeah, before he gets the mask back.
0: Insane, insane. But that the movie, movie is great. Yeah. The movie I did end up going with after all that. I like how they're all horror movies. The ones that are like dang, but the one that I went with is more of a classic, and it's The Breakfast Club. Just that's because that's a good it's, intro because
1: you get all that talking and stuff.
0: It's such an iconic. Uh, monologue from from brian mm-hmm. where he's like you see us how you want to see us and you know they give you that whole thing it's quotable it's iconic and
1: isn't that the outro
0: he does it in the both it opens and ends the same with oh, yeah. the same monologue
1: because i remember the beginning of it has uh the david bowie quote
0: well on the screen yeah but yeah it opens and ends with the same monologue
1: best outro
0: mm-hmm. oh you didn't say your best intro all right
1: Yes, I did. I said Amityville.
0: Yes, you did. <laughs> okay, so, yeah, next is best outro.
1: <laughs> Here we go. You go first.
0: Okay, I think we have the same thing. Do we? Maybe. Best outro? I picked uh-huh. Stand By Me.
1: I did, too. Mm-hmm. Because everybody's, everybody's, like, kind of went through that in life. Mm-hmm. And all of them have, like, a tragic kind of ending.
0: Except Ooh, for i forgot i changed mine i did have stand by me but i changed it
1: oh i still went with stand by me
0: um it's sad it is you you know you never had the friends like you had when you were
1: did you go to the breakfast club again
0: no for the outro mm-hmm. i went with silver bullet
1: oh with the monologue from the sister From the
0: sister it's really sad. i mean stephen king also yeah, because you have this very. I, I looked down, saw the S, and thought I left it at stand by me, but I did. Ch- I changed it to Silver Bullet. Um,
1: I should have made it Silver Bullet
0: because you get the sister is the narrator, who's she's an adult now, looking back on that mm-hmm. moment, and she talks about how you know growing up with her brother, he was a pain in the butt, and you know because he's wheelchair bound, she was like his keeper, and she hated it, but she still loved her brother, and then she's like, you know, I never said it enough but i love you marty and i'm like yeah oh was that his that name marty touching. yes yes and silver bullet oh my god i just had like a brain fart i'm pretty sh- yeah it is okay <laughs> you like seemed not sure anyway yeah so um that outro was really good
1: I yeah thought. it's that's a very classic movie i love silver bullet
0: mm-hmm. yeah
1: we both picked you Maybe. pick
0: Stan. Well, yeah, Stephen King movies. Mm-hmm.
1: I should have picked Silver Bullet. I didn't even have it on the radar. That's what sucks. My I, I, did I didn't either until
0: I went scrolling through our episodes.
1: I might change mine now. Actually, I'll I'll do half and half.
0: <laughs> Stand by me and Silver Bullet, yeah. like I did. Okay, there yeah, we go. <laughs> All right. The next
1: one is the Diamond movies. We had we had more Diamond movies than we thought. The thing is, is we didn't give it like that Diamond rating until like so far in.
0: Okay, I could have swore we only had three, but...
1: Because we had to go back, because I was like, this movie got would technically be that, and you were like, yeah, that's true.
0: Well, the first movie that we actually dubbed a diamond rating for sure was Grease. Yes. That was our first diamond rating movie, where it got, at the end, when we rate our movies off of categories of uh, look and feel, legacy, mm-hmm. uh... Oh, my gosh. What's the first thing we rated on? Oh, yeah. Rewatch, look and feel, legacy. And then overall, it got five across the board. Grease was the first one that we actively announced as a diamond rating. Mm -hmm. Um, More recently, a diamond rating movie was... Back to the Future. uh, Back to the Future, yeah. And actually, just before that was Pee-wee's Big Adventure, I believe, got a diamond rating. Did it? I thought it did.
1: I don't know I definitely remember Stand By Me might have gotten the diamond rating
0: it might have yeah we should have looked back on this a little bit more honestly if
1: any of them it's I gotta put Halloween and Scream in there they're both diamond movies
0: if we didn't give it to them in the original episode yes (laughs) okay man did we give Stand By
1: Me let's say rewatch I don't know what yeah we definitely have to go back and check that out
0: all right, so this this one, uh, my
1: best movie favorite,
0: overall? yes, best movie overall in your opinion that we've covered so far. Well, I don't know why I put what I favorite.
1: It's <laughs> my favorite movie. That's why I. I You're I gonna like, say
0: Halloween again? No. Okay. My
1: favorite movie, The Goonies.
0: Oh, The Goonies. <laughs> I think I know why I put the movie I put, and it's not because of the movie.
1: It's because you like it. <laughs>
0: I need to change. that's what I no, did. no 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 I need to change this this can't be right why did I put this I put sleepaway camp <laughs> best movie yeah I think I lost my mind yeah cause- I think it was just funny and I think we had some good banter on it whether yeah. it be uh, comedy or we got no more serious stuff about it so you know what? I'm gonna stick with sleepaway camp I think it was good <laughs>
1: <laughs> worst movie by far and okay. if you picked against it I'm gonna be pissed
0: so now we're going to do our worst because we, it's funny. I don't know. The worst movie.
1: Uh, not, without a doubt. And if it's not your pick, I'm going to be really mad. I'm mad we even covered this movie. Oh, in Nothing But Trouble.
0: It's Nothing But Trouble. Oh, man. Don't f- be mad. Don't be mad. <laughs> we have to have some serious. It's, stingers hard, in it's there. hard letting
1: you pick movies you've never seen because then I'm like, Mega, it's not a good movie. And you're like, oh, we can watch it anyway. <laughs>
0: Oh, my God. I gave you, like, a list of 12 movies, and you chose Nothing don't But Trouble. Don't put that on me. I am putting it on you, and I will I will stand by that.
1: Anyway, that movie's shit. Nothing But Trouble.
0: Yeah. Agreed. Nothing But Trouble was... That might have gotten
1: our worst rating.
0: I think it got ones across the board, dude. I don't even
1: know if it got ones and everything.
0: So, for worst actor...
1: Dan Aykroyd. I'm not even going to fight. I'll go first. (laughs) It was Dan Aykroyd for the simple fact that he not only directed this movie, but starred in it times two.
0: (laughs) I almost put Dan Aykroyd. I said, that can't be fair. (laughs) I can't do that to him. I mean, I I could and I should.
1: I love Dan Aykroyd.
0: But I didn't want to go with the obvious. I didn't want to choose Dan Aykroyd. So I really thought hard about this because honestly... Besides that, the other movies we covered weren't bad, didn't have bad actors, but I went at and chose a very odd group of actors and it's uh-huh. the biker kids from Pee Wee. They just can't act.
1: The biker, ki- biker kids?
0: <laughs> yeah. And the bikerama when they're just like, oh, oh it's getting hot in here. <laughs> oh. Like it was just really bad acting. <laughs> I couldn't, I, I could not you. put Dan Aykroyd. I knew that was going to be the obvious choice but i went against it worst actress worst actress i have two go for it okay i couldn't decide see this is the one where i said i went double on it it's either the twins from great outdoors
1: oh my gosh yeah they're pretty bad
0: (laughs) or meg from sleepaway camp she you meg the, the shower scene
1: <laughs> uh, honestly there's a couple you can say that for
0: she, okay uh, I, I'm going to say the twins because Meg uh, it, it, no her death scene sucked all of it and she didn't do very well except it, being a mean girl she it, was okay as a mean girl yeah.
1: it's not hard for me to pick mine mm-hmm. I also picked someone else from fucking <laughs> nothing but trouble I Come cussed I didn't on. mean to it's Demi Moore come on john. come on, little Dumbo. Come on. <laughs> it doesn't get much worse than that
0: <laughs> i didn't want to dump on nothing but trouble that much i did try to actually
1: s- let me take that back best female john candy in drag and nothing but trouble there
0: best actress or worst, act- worst actress okay you said best
1: oh best worst actress
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay no my, i'm gonna say the twins from great outdoors because they didn't even say anything, and they still acted Wait a badly. second. What about
1: the uh, the sidekick to um, the brother Falto huh? in Nothing But Trouble?
0: Stop picking people from Nothing But Trouble. We get it, John. It was a bad movie.
1: Yes. I just want you to fess, fess up that it was bad.
0: I didn't disagree. I said it was bad. Oh, my I'm so God. Mad at you. Okay. The last. Oh,
1: I do have another girl I can pick.
0: Oh, God. It Nothing But Trouble?
1: No, I'm going to pick the actual mom from son-in-law.
0: Really? Yeah. think she was that bad.
1: Yeah. What? Didn't discipline her kids.
0: Oh, you mean like just a bad mom, Don't not a bad, me bad actress. I'm your mother. <laughs> it's, but, but that's not bad acting. You're saying she's a bad mom.
1: Bad, bad acting. Oh, my God. You can be a better mom.
0: Okay. <laughs> the last category we're going to cover is... Not necessarily movie specific, but it's our favorite commentary. So, out of all the movies that we've covered, what was your favorite banter on a movie?
1: I think you ought to pick first.
0: You want me to go first? Mm-hmm. Okay. I went with Stand By Me. It got very deep, I, very I went emotional. With Stand By me. Did you too? Okay. It. I mean, we like to cover our comedy, and I think that's why it was so hard for me to choose from the other episodes, because I'm like, well, I don't know. We have some good banter on our comedy movies, but Stand By Me was a, a chance for us, to. We
1: really got like into breaking it down and comparing it to real life mm-hmm. and the feeling of what these kids are going through and what it feels like to be in that situation. Yeah, well, like there was stuff we still didn't even cover in the movie. Like, we didn't cover uh, the story that the main kid wrote about the, 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 well, fat kid. Yep. Okay, sorry. I don't know why. (laughs) Sorry, I I don't mean to say it like that, but they called him like lard ass. Uh huh. I don't mean to say that, but that's what he goes by in that scene. We didn't even Uh cover that. And Mm-mm. that scene's very you know, it's it's very real. Yeah. You have this kid that's getting picked on by literally everybody. Yeah. And then he gets his revenge and that's a good revenge story.
0: Oh yeah, I forgot about that. The Staying It's the story me. that he wrote about the kid, that's yeah. right.
1: Stand by me is just a really classic classic movie. You got this kid that really wants to look like a hero in his dad's eyes. You have a kid that is just treated like a hoodlum, even when he's got a good heart. Mm-hmm. You have a another kid that his parents hate, and they just constantly put him in his brother's shadow, who's not even there because he's dead.
0: Yeah. Yeah, Stand By Me, I think it stood out to me just because it was so, the commentary we had on it was so different from our other movies. Because, almost every movie we find the comedy in it even if it's a horror movie there are some comical parts to it this one very little if any comedy to it mm-hmm. but it well
1: we can't say that because watching it as a kid like we said and watching it as an adult like it's it's fun mm-hmm. and it's funny when you're a kid
0: when well i'm adult, just saying it watches
1: so different
0: what we recorded if you were to go back and listen to that episode it's a very serious episode but it was a chance for us to get raw and emotional and we really haven't had any other movies that have allowed us to do that necessarily Mm -hmm. um not to that extent stand by me was like a a gut punch kind of but that's why i picked it because it is different from our other movies
1: it was it's one of those movies where I think it has a different meaning to anybody that watches it.
0: Mm -hmm. Well, depending on what time in your life you watch it, if you got the chance to watch it as a kid or a younger person and then watch it again as an adult, I feel like you definitely have a different perspective than someone who picks it up in their thirties or forties for the first time to watch it. You know, you didn't get to see it as an adolescent and have that experience. I don't, I mean, you do and I don't. So we have different kind of different takes on it. I've only ever seen it as an adult. And also, I think it's, I hate to say this, but I feel like you would also identify with it a little bit more if you were uh, male. Just, it's still, watching it as a girl, as a female, I can still relate to it, but there are some things, it's very masculine, boyish, whatever you want to call it, Mm -hmm. that may be harder for me to identify with.
1: It's a great friendship movie. Mm
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And also, even the ending, it it tells you don't make the mistakes you saw made by the people that you grew up with. Yeah. like That movie ends with him realizing he should be spending time with his kid. Yeah. The things his dad didn't do for him. Yeah. I don't know why I just got deep on this again.
0: (laughs) I know we did it again. That was
1: such a a fun episode because for us, it was so different. Mm Mm-hmm. And for anybody that got to hear it, I hope you get to hear it. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, then the acting in that movie is so good. Yeah. Like, I can say it a hundred thousand times, it doesn't change. We saw it happen recently. Whenever Kiefer Kiefer Sutherland has facial hair, he is (laughs) going to be great.
0: (laughs) Oh, Lord. Stubble Kiefer. That is all we had as far as categories and stuff to cover, so was a fun trip down memory lane yeah. movies i forgot we covered and i
1: hope people tell us what out of the movies we picked what their picks were it wouldn't be hard like diamond movies and all that it's
0: yeah i think i'll post some of our categories and you guys can actually vote too and tell us what was your favorite you know best comedy best horror worst actress <laughs> yeah getting there and let us know your thoughts and feelings but these were ours personally so i had fun going over that again
1: yeah, there were some great picks, like
0: mm-hmm.
1: Back to the Future. We could have talked about that at nauseum. That was like our last real actual episode. Mm-hmm. And that movie is damn near perfect.
0: Yeah. Yep. Oh, well, yay, one year down.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So... One year down, daddy. Oh, God. <laughs> Next week, we'll finally be back to our normal episodes. <laughs> we'll be covering a movie again. It's fall, y'all. It is fall.
1: So you know what that means.
0: Fall movies? <laughs> yeah.
1: Okay. <laughs> Gotta get more into the spooky season. I don't know why you answered me so slow.
0: I just, I, that was obvious. Why know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so stick around for a sneak peek of next week's episode, and we'll see you guys then. Yep. So long. Farewell. Goodbye.
1: Next week on The Retro Club.
0: (sighs) (sighs) This has nothing to do with this movie. I know. (laughs) I can't stop singing it, though. It's
1: going to be hard because I just dumped on this dude, but, I mean, we get a Ghostbuster with a mustache in that movie.
0: That's true. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And, look.
1: Oh, your boy's in it, too.
0: I know. That's what I was about to say. I know you weren't a uh, teenage girl when you saw this movie. <laughs> no, but I was a
1: teenage boy, and there's a like really uh, cute girl in it.
0: Christina, or are you going to say the blonde?
1: No, screw the blonde. <laughs>
0: okay. Wait, when you say screw the blonde.
1: Shut up. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, this movie, I remember this movie being really fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of people in my house liked it.
0: <laughs> but it...
1: The, I could do without the three uh, ghoul brothers or whatever they were called.
0: Dude, I'll tell you, this may have been a sexual awakening for me.
1: <laughs> really? I thought it was Titanic. What?
0: I can't pinpoint it, John. It was the 90s, you see.
1: Because if we're like that, then it's got to be like something crazy for me. I'm like six or something. <laughs> what? No. No, because there's definitely movies where I'm like, that chick's really, really cute.
0: I know. When you're watching a movie and you're like huh <laughs> what's hmm. that
1: <laughs> interesting
0: look the moment he leans in and says can I keep you snail trails bet's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> mixing and music by Kelsey Ingram cover art is by Megan Harris research is by John and Megan Harris
1: Find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Slasher at Pod, Or visit our website at RetroClubPod.com for episode information and more.
0: You can listen to the Retro Club on Podbean, Spotify, Apple and Google Podcasts, and more.
1: Make sure to like, follow, and subscribe, or we'll find you.